0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Ghost in the Shell, the live action American adaptation. And with me today, as usual, Connor. Hello. Benny. Hello. We revisited the anime not too long ago. And uh, you can check out our review for that as well. It's up online on our channels. And uh, hey, now
1: we've got the film. What do you guys think? Benny uh it looked great it was okay it was fine it was god damn it it's just like so many of these reboots and adaptations and remakes you're gonna forget about it you know i'm gonna chuck this in the robocop camp it was fine
2: um for me i actually really enjoyed it i thought that i thought it was certainly better than robocop i was always prepared for this to be somewhat different than the original. I I think I mentioned this previously on our review that I don't think it would have translated well or the original wouldn't have translated well to a live action. Um, So considering that, um, I actually really, yeah, I did enjoy this film. As you said, it really did look spectacular. I think the um, special effects in this and the visuals of this is um, really good, the uh, sound design as well. My criticism of it is that up until about maybe 40 minutes in, I felt like it was a little bit directionless. I just didn't feel like everything quite gelled together. Um, And I think that might be one of the problems of preparing to review a movie where you get a little bit meta in your own mind. And I remember thinking about half an hour in, it was like, am I not enjoying this film? Like something seems to be missing. Not a good sign. Um, Yeah, and that really worried me. It isn't a good sign. Um, But when the kind of main conflict comes in with the character and there seems to be more driving force and a more momentum behind the plot... Um, from that moment on, I was I was down. I I really enjoyed this film, and I was I was taken away with with it. Now, Connor, is it true? Is it true that you hate the original uh, anime version? Uh, it's not true. Um, I simply don't think it's as <laughs> good as everyone thinks it is. This is an interesting companion piece
0: to the anime. Uh, it's an interesting case study for Hollywood doing an adaptation and taking that source material and doing something kind of different with it, but also sticking pretty true to the original. There's a lot of scenes evoking the original. There's a lot of imagery that is sort of, you know, frame for frame uh, modeled off the original. But it's at the end of the day, it looks great. It sounds great. But I definitely agree with you, Connor there's a real lack of direction in the plot of this. The original anime can be criticized of that, but the aesthetic of the film is that kind of like meandering, washy, um, delve into the world kind of feel. And this one had more of a Hollywood, uh, aesthetic. And from the get go, it's answering questions. This is your ghost. This is your shell. This is exactly what everything means. And the, the, the plot it just doesn't come together and the themes don't come together and it's not nearly as poignant it doesn't answer any of the questions even remotely just throws out these themes and ideas and
2: it, are, you, are you talking about the, the live action? The live action one. See, yeah. I found that the exact opposite because one of my major criticisms of the original, the original was just a lot of monologues about what it is to be human and this kind of philosophical... Yeah, but I think it, it sets itself up in that manner. It does, this one right. This
0: one, it immediately from the get-go, it's like, okay, we need to tell everyone exactly what the ghost is. We need to tell everyone this, that, and the other. So it sets yeah. itself up differently from the anime to be answering questions. Yeah. And the anime is is mysterious and um sort of you've got to you've got to interpret the film you you, it's not just it's not just uh here's all the answers here you go this is what it means to be human and this one felt like it wanted to do to answer the questions but it didn't and it just felt very lackluster and at the end of it eh, directionless
1: yeah you brought it up and it's a small thing but it did bother me throughout the film the way they just it felt very forced they kept trying to refer to everything as ghosts and shells it's like- we we get it. Like, the title can just be a metaphor. It's fine. We don't need to keep shoving that down our throat.
2: But again, like, the original was very much like that. The original, and... How about we judge this film on its own merits? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, well, because in our review, both of you were very much pro this whole, oh, you just throw out Ghost and Shell and all these terms and stuff like that. You can't suddenly switch your switch your opinions of it when it's applied to a live action
0: i think it depends on what the film's trying to achieve and what it's setting itself up to do and this one sets itself up in a different manner um but listen let's get on to what what we thought was good the visuals the visuals were great i think we're all on the same page about that so i thought the world looked amazing Mm -hmm. the photography was amazing the vfx was seamless i think this is one of the best looking films i've ever seen and where to workshop did all the production design and vfx so you know it, to be expected that it was going to look that great
2: they've got a, a really good track record when it comes to producing visually stunning films um and i and yeah i, I was i thought that that was really cool you mentioned a lot of um scenes that hark back to the old one um that i just thought really kind of hit the nose on the head that first scene um, I,
1: lo- I love it when you hit the nose on the head <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, i can't actually talk another it's another,
1: another, like, another connerism for you yeah
2: <laughs> um i I, head on the nose on the
1: fuck i think i disliked this movie most when it was really evoking the original film because it felt very shallow to me like it would take scenes wholesale from from the anime and it would you know put them up on screen and they would look stunning but it, it the the plot is so different in this movie and it it just wasn't doing the same thing at all. So it, it just made me kind of angry at this film. Not angry, I'm not even that fussed about it, but... but
2: Cle- Clearly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, but it just made me, it just, it took me out of it. And I was, it, every single time I was like, I kind of want to be watching the anime right now.
2: Did you feel like the plot stood on its own? As like, just as a standalone film sci-fi narrative?
1: No, it felt very generic to me. Very just the, 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 very They've stolen weak. your past and your body and your, I don't know. I actually thought they were going to do more with it. I thought they were going
0: to take it somewhere that I somewhere a little bit more weird or or do something a little more crazy.
1: I would have been happier with a more faithful adaptation of the original. Like I loved that original story with the puppet master and everything. But yeah. I will say that
0: um, if the maybe the story isn't great, I thought another great element of this film was Scarlett Johansson. I think she did an incredible job um, with the source material. There's not really that much to work with in this script, and mm. she carved out a character in the way she moved i love the her walk i love um the way she carried herself and it, it it seemed to be a good um uh sort of live action uh representation of the major and also bringing something new to the table
2: yeah i thought all, all the actors i mean including uh, Scarlett Johansson, i thought she nailed it um but just the entire cast seemed to do really well in this film um yeah, I thought that was really she was really excellent. And just as you said, just full embodiment of the character. Um just this the walk, the the style with which she spoke. Yeah, I thought it was really well done.
1: Michael Pitt was making some interesting ch- ch- choices in the film.
2: <laughs> I wonder if that was his voice. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I I don't know. I don't think most of the cast had really anything to work with. All of the section 9 kind of background characters were just sort of there. Um I actually really liked uh, there's no way I could say his name. Um, the actor who played uh, Bateau, I thought he was really fun. I've got it here. Pillar Aspeke. I think he's from. Um, <laughs> almost certainly wrong. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent.
0: He's from Denmark, but yeah, I think he did an amazing job.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought his his New York accent was a really good approximation of uh, anime voiceover.
2: It's <laughs> about right. Um, I, it's kind of almost impossible to not compare it to the original, and I, I hate that I keep doing it, but. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the development or a, a bit of a different take on the relationship between the major and, and Bato. Um, I think that in the anime, you really get a sense that these guys are solid, um, really good friends. They really understand each other. And mm. that, that relationship is one of the h- key highlights for that, uh, original film for me. Um, they took a bit of a different, um, route to this. There was a little bit, it felt a little bit more like an origin story, it felt a little bit less like they were this kind of trusted team. It did come a little bit towards the end where the you felt a little bit more camaraderie. It just it wasn't nearly as poignant as the anime. No, it just, they it had, wasn't, you're right, wasn't. they had
0: each other's back and in this one it was like they were just kind of part of the section 9 and
1: they didn't have that
0: camaraderie. I think another great performance was Takeshi Kitano who played the chief.
1: Beat Takeshi, he was awesome.
0: Damn. No. What a badass. So cool. Yeah. Um his um his scenes uh he just just owned the role and and just the general level of badassery was
2: astronomically
1: <laughs> awesome. Not to overstate it.
2: Yeah. I did hear a bit of a criticism that that character is generally um, like this diplomatic badass. Um, and that a lot of people didn't like the fact that he went out um, and, you know, started slinging this piss. Uh, huh. piss um, but to those people, I say, fuck off. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it re- this film really needed something like that. Don't, don't send a rabbit to kill a fox. <laughs> great
1: line. Yeah, the, the the most engaged with this film I was at any point throughout um was when uh section 9 was all getting hunted like they all going to burned. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, now this movie's kind of revving up and then it it immediately diffuses.
0: I think we're getting into some spoiler territory now, so let's just give a little wrap up on non-spoilers. Uh, I think this film's great in its craft. The visuals are amazing, the camera work is incredible, but it really falters on a storytelling level and it's a cool interesting companion piece of the anime this isn't dragon ball evolution you know this isn't a this isn't a destructive adaptation of the anime but it's very mediocre i would say a very run-of-the-mill kind of adaptation and as you said i would compare this to robocop i think that's a good um comparison because that's a bit of a meh and am i going to revisit robocop now Mm, i don't think so
2: yeah look i i enjoyed this film um, it does fall into the trap that a lot of sci-fis fall into, which is a lot of focus on that area and not quite as much focus on the plot. Um, I still thought there was enough to keep me interested in and to, um, have me enjoy this film. Um, and yeah, I, I actually, I would revisit this film. I think this is one that I'll, um, I'll, I'll
1: I can't own. really think of anything to recommend about this film. Um, I'll have forgotten it by next week. It looks great. Don't, Watch it if you want anything more than that. Really, probably stick to the original and hell watch standalone complex.
0: Yeah, so let's get into some spoilers now. Um, I think the first one that comes to mind is the uh, the Scarlett Johansson uh, the major's race change um, in the film. So you know, there's all this controversy about whitewashing in the lead up to this film and
2: PR nightmare,
0: PR nightmare, and. Um, I think they... I think Scalia Hansen really owned the role and I can see exactly why they cast her. But then the film kind of does this thing later on where they uh, explain that um, she was, um, you know, transferred from uh, another body into this shell and the, there was a race change from uh, yeah. Asian to uh,
1: Caucasian. So they, they tackled it really head on. They actually made the whitewashing part of the plot, which is bold way to go about it, I guess. Um, and there's been some strong reactions to it. I think some people see it as a complete slap in the face, um, but there was a very much a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. I'll mm-hmm. give them that.
2: Um, yeah. Look, I, when the original casting, when the original kind of whitewashing allegations came up, I was caught between, um, I think we need a kind of movement towards getting a bit of diversity in, in leading characters in Hollywood Um, having said that, um, this film would have started from a, from a studio point of view would have started on the back foot. I mean, you're talking about a sci-fi film, like in a hard sci-fi film, which traditionally doesn't do as well. Um, with the exception of the highest grossing film in the world. (laughs) Um, but yeah, on, on average doesn't do as well. Um, you're talking about an action film that has a, a, woman, a woman lead. Um, which again is something that I'm glad is coming more and more in Hollywood, but it's still not like a staple of that genre. Um, so you've got these kind of things that are already against this film. I think that when you look from a studio point of view at bankable women's stars, your, your, your pool that you're drawing from is fairly shallow, which is unfortunate, but it is true. So Scarlett Johansson, I felt like was the reasonable choice and she did nail it. I thought that was really good. Um, you are right that, Um, later on and when we find out that there is obviously a race change, that does bring a bit of kind of uh, moment to it. It feels pretty icky. (laughs) Well, that was my original reaction. When I first saw that was like, that, that seemed weird. But at the same time, I was like, is this me coming into it feeling weird because I've been told to feel weird about it? Like the, all the negative PR coming into this film, is that why this is blowing up? Or is it because that is a legitimate, like, is that a concerning plot point?
0: I just just think it's strange that they decided to address it. So as you said, nose on the head, Um, (laughs) just, they, they go outright and, and address this in the plot of the film. Hmm. Uh, And it works in terms of world building and the, the rules they set up, yeah, you can transfer a human from one race into, a, into the shell of another race.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. But really, did you have to
2: do it in that manner?
1: Yeah, I mean, they didn't do anything thematically with it.
2: Well, are, so it makes plot sense in the terms of... The mechanics of the well, world. The mechanics it world.
1: Absolutely. It just feels like the movie's really bending over backwards to justify the casting, though. Like, you know, just a really on-the-nose way. I would have preferred this film, I, it would still suck, but I would prefer, would have preferred it if it was just Scarlett Johansson and she's called Matoko Kusanagi. I think that would have been a less offensive way to do it, honestly. Yeah, same. Yeah. Rather than Mary Killian, Major Mary Killian. On other levels, this film's casting was great because the whole Section Nine team
0: was very diverse. Like mm. the chief, he spoke in a Japanese accent. We had the dude from the Dark Knight I rises. Think he actually
2: spoke Japanese. I don't think he was. in... Sorry, yeah, yet. yeah. Sorry, I'm um, <laughs> sorry. I
0: meant Japanese um, with
1: subtitles. And all of the main characters are white. But the Section Nine Section Nine team, technically, was... but only one of them, only the head guy, has any screen time. Otherwise, otherwise, you got white Bateau. You got uh, the white bad guy. You have white um, Michael Pitt. White Michael Pitt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The only sense that this movie is diverse is that they're in an Asian country, and all of the main characters are white.
2: I understand where the the controversy is coming from. Um, I, you know, it did give me some pause during the film. I don't know that it it, you know, I, I don't know where I can't quite sit on it. It didn't ruin the film for me at, at the very least.
1: I I think all the controversy about this film is um, ultimately a bit pointless because this is just another nothing movie like i'll keep making the robocop comparison no one will remember this next year so it just doesn't merit that much more discussion they they cast scarlett johansson because they wanted to make money off of this film they're not going to make money off this film they never were going to make money off this film they should have actually just had some integrity and uh cast this how it should have been cast they should have made it a japanese story they just shouldn't have made this movie in the first place anyway moving on (laughs)
0: Another spoiler that kind of disappointed me was the fact that the original theme wasn't in there. I think that was a big mistake.
1: The original theme music, yeah. Should have just used it.
0: Yeah, we were talking about the other week on top eight how um, you know they did that promo with the theme, original theme, and mm, the mm. the shelling scene, and how awesome they're keeping the theme and this, and the other, yeah, and. They copped out and they they didn't put it in. And I think some executive got scared and thought, hey, people are going to be weirded out by this song. Mm. I mean, that's an important ingredient into that whole film. And I thought that was just really just no
1: gusto, no commitment. The, the visuals of this movie combined with that music would have... Man, that would have kept me happy. <laughs> well and
0: you linked to us on Facebook the
1: um the the, the live the live performance. The live performance. Um, with the with the the shelling sequence, yeah, the, the opening Incredible. scene. What, it's beautiful. It's done. Yeah.
0: It's done. Get it in there.
1: And yeah, what I said to you, I was so disappointed when the movie started and it was just this kind of I don't know, generic music going on during this really visually striking scene. I was like, wow, this is not what I like. Obviously, that's my own fault for falling in love with a different version of it already. But
2: I would be very curious to fi- figure out why. Like, we'll never know. Mm. But I'd be so curious to figure out why that decision was made, why they decided not to go with uh, would.
0: I reckon they would have said, oh, it's too alien, it's too weird. Yeah. Because it's, it's a very strange theme. That's what makes it so incredible. It almost sounds like something that Bjork would do or yeah, something. Yeah. It's got just this really strange vibe. And I reckon the executives just, they got scared. And they thought, we've got to do something a little more... Tradition in a hollywood manner um another spoiler that did disappoint me yeah another spoiler is the ending um and the whole i guess the whole puppet, puppet master thing i think i really didn't do i think the villains in general in this film were weak
1: yeah weak, yes weak weak absolutely um again
2: i think I, I think that's a bit far to say that they're weak um i i, I mean it's a bit of a trope in almost every film that you know where the villain is within the first ten minutes because of the the setup, the the music, the the style that they go with. So you always knew that the CEO was going to be the bad guy at the end of the day. It didn't have to be though. It didn't have to be. Like, and I because... would have liked to have seen a little bit more originality in that aspect. But in terms of how the the um, the plot ended up, I I didn't mind it. Like I just I thought that um, I liked the fact that they were actually that they knew each other beforehand. I thought that was cool. Um I almost liked it more than the original plot uh point on that on that because I just thought the again the original was so navel-gazing and out there. That's what's so beautiful about it, man. And like this yeah. one just went,
0: "Oh, let's just do the generic old bullshit when you've got a really cool property doing something different. Let's tap into that. Like it's there for you to fucking get your hands stuck in there." And this ending uh, the end. The puppet master, I thought, was just a nothing character. He was just
2: some guy. So, well, he know, wasn't even the puppet master. I think it was different. Yeah, like they just went for a completely different. I, well, yeah, it original. was completely different than the original. He story. was
0: kind, of, but he was kind of in there replacing that puppet master character. Um, and it was just a nothing. I didn't know what he wanted to do. I, it, it just meant nothing to me. And then the ending, uh, what I love about the ending is something that we were talking about just before with Bato and that relationship, and he's he saves her at the end, mm. essentially. Yeah. And in this one, he, he just rocks up at the end after she's defeated the spider tank. And uh,
2: uh, Why? why? Was just really strange decision once again. I particularly did like that um, in the original, and, and it did add to the relationship that they had. Um but uh, in, in, in terms of like, again, when I, cause I don't think we're ever going to be get away from um, being able to compare this film. I think if we had taken the original property and, you know, converted it scene for scene and dialogue for dialogue into a live action film, I think it would be far worse than it is now. I just, I think that people underestimate that when you change mediums like that, that you cannot have the same story in the same style. Like that's why I think that there's, um you know, Video game stories belong in video games. Hollywood films work for a reason because they sit their own medium. And you can have adaptations of each other that move across, but I think it is really hard to have a straightforward, this goes to that. I don't think that it really works the way that people would like it to work.
0: I definitely agree with you on all accounts of what you just said. But at the same, in the same token, if you're going to do this, you, there is a way to do it. And I don't think this is necessarily the way to do it. This isn't a bad film. This is a, just an extremely mediocre film that looks fantastic.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd put it slightly above mediocre because, and it also has to do with the fact that I just love sci-fi um, and I love worlds that are kind Same. of working way. And I actually
0: sense. think I will pop it on again. Uh, I think I will pick it up because of just the pure visual like what a workshop man i just love that company i love mm. the stuff they do mm. um, and rupert sanders the director obviously has a very keen visual eye mm. um, but beyond that storytelling you know the themes in this the stuff you can tap into they just
1: really went and copped out um uh, yeah it was trying so hard to do that like it's not your memories it's what you do but i do not feel like the film was really tapping into that at all they just kept telling it to us literally but yeah. telling
0: you and then not even like going anywhere with it just yeah. like just getting like 10% in there it was just very surface level yeah thematically
1: the whole thing's very surface level I I honestly would like to see a much more straightforward adaptation of the original uh, just out of curiosity I think I yeah. think it would be a I think it would be a better result
2: I would love to have that happen hmm. and see what people thought because I I have a strong Um, suspicion that people would not enjoy this film or would enjoy this film even less than um, they enjoyed this version um, just simply because I don't think that that would translate over. I just think this movie shoots itself in the foot so hard by really doing something very different than the
1: original but constantly evoking it and referencing it and translating scenes wholesale. Mm. Um, It's just an odd choice because it's doing something different and I don't think as good but then it's like, hey, remember the original film? And I'm like, yes, I do. It was really good. <laughs> Stop showing it to me.
2: Do you know what I think? Uh, and I was thinking about this after we watched it, is that I think that's why Matrix was so successful. Because that is essentially based off mm. the original content, um, but really made it a property of its own, um, evoked a lot of scenes or or thematic um, types, but um, was ultimately able to create an entirely new thing that was set for that hollywood blockbuster type medium
0: yeah that's a really really interesting way of putting it you know the matrix is almost like a live action spiritual adaptation to ghost in the shell and i would recommend that any day of the week over this one
1: that's a controversial statement george are you saying the matrix is better than this adaptation of ghost in the shell
0: i I, th- I th- yes, I think so.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I think so. The uni- <laughs> uni- universally loved Matrix uh, might have a might have a chance.
0: Um, one last thing that I just want to bring up is the um, the chase scene um, in the middle of the film. This film really didn't have any action sequences; they were very just by the numbers. And uh, I love that action sequence in the middle of the film in the uh, the aqueducts, and they go into that mm. sort of. Um, that really shallow water amongst those uh, Hong Kong looking apartments. Mm. And that's such a cool scene in the original. They just failed on every account to recreate that. Mm. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not as long. The guns aren't as visceral. It just, it, it, they, they really, really fucked that up. And it's there for you. You could even have done a Zack Snyder, <laughs> like just copy, yeah. copy and paste. And they didn't even do that.
1: Well, that's the thing. It got to the point in this movie where I was just kind of hanging out to see the next part they lift from the anime. Because I'm like, oh, this will be a good But Every time it kind of disappointed me. You know, when she's typing with the weird, like, 20 fingers, I'm like, oh, that doesn't, that's not as cool as the anime. And then at the end when she's ripping the thing off the tank, I'm like, yeah, she's going to do that bit
2: where she gets all muscly and her arms rip off. And I'm like, this is not as good as the original. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I almost wish that I hadn't watched the original because you two had watched the original um well before i had mm. um i kind of wish i had come to this fresh and then we could have that i'm glad you watched it yes. get some culture mate oh culture All right.
1: i um i uh, saw this with someone who hasn't seen the original and they liked it less than me oh really yeah they would just, he was just not interested
2: i mean obviously we have some some points that we agree on the plot was not revolutionary um it wasn't its strongest point we all agreed that um that the visuals were stunning um we all kind of we vary on the degrees with which we um think that so, uh, yeah i think we I think we all agree that there was a bit of controversy um surrounding the film, um but
1: as with all of these movies, it doesn 't matter because this movie doesn't matter boom' i just mean, all, I just mean all, all the all the talk leading up to it is so much more effort than this film deserves. <laughs>
2: I think it's better than things like the Total Recall remake and the um RoboCop remake, but they probably do belong in the same kind of broad. I think I think they're all right there together. I think this I think
1: this completes the trilogy actually. And it,
2: I as a random kind of thought, did you think that Total Recall uh, was better or worse than RoboCop or um I I liked
1: I like all Three of these movies in a weird way like I, I, <laughs> you very confusing yeah I know I know I, know, I, know. I don't There's know as a case study you more mean like yeah I don't know I, I think all three of these movies just kind of sit in that interesting like not good movies that look really good that just kind of work as good like like a something on in the background
0: yeah very second tier very second
2: tier to the original
1: oh hell yeah
2: oh certainly yeah yeah well for the other two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite as convinced for this one but um, I do I do understand keeping them in that same group
0: that's it for our ghost in the shell review Uh, we'll have our review for lego batman up on thursday which finally came out in our hometown of sydney australia Woohoo! and uh every sunday top eight that's our weekly news show we're on itunes we're on youtube that's about it from me connor thanks for being here once again
2: (laughs) son of a bitch
0: (laughs) benny see you guys